If you have your Bible, turn me to the book of Ephesians. It's a letter from the Apostle Paul to the Ephesians. Amen. Ephesians chapter, chapter 6. I'm glad that everyone's here this evening that could be here. I'm praying that you had a blessed week so far. You know, I know that we're in the middle of the week. You know what I mean? I know that probably some of you went back to work on Monday and it was probably kind of rough. But you know what? You're here in the house of the Lord. Amen. And this is where you come and you get filled up. Amen. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18 through 20. Tonight I entitled this message, There is Power in Prayer. Because I strongly believe that this is something that us as Christians that we need every day of our life. Amen. We need to be in prayer. Amen. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18 through 20. The word of the Lord says, with all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. Verse 19 says, and the spirit on, on my behalf the utterance may be given to me and open my mouth and make known with boldness the mysteries of the gospel. Amen. Verse 20 says, For which I am an ambassador in chains, that in proclaiming it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you, throne of grace, God. We just give you thanks for another day of life which you have given us, Father God. I ask you tonight, did you give me the words to speak? To your people, you may pray, amen and amen. You may be seated this evening. Tonight, I entitled this message, There is Power in Prayer. How many of you can believe that this evening, that there is power in prayer? See, I know that a lot of you, the Lord uses you to pray for certain people, to, to lay hands on certain people. And that's what I strongly believe, that, that God has given us the power to pray for people, Amen. To lay our hands on the sick and the sick shall be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. This evening I want to speak on, on prayer on which prayer is something that's very important. Amen. If we look at, if, if we look at, the, at this, the Bible clearly states that if, if, we, if we go through the Bible and we can, we can find different scenarios of what, when the Lord is, 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 is people that are praying in and, and different places. Amen. But on the, in the book of Jude, chapter 16, verse 28 through 29, Samson prayed between two pillars. Amen. First Kings, chapter 18, verse 36 to 30, 38, Elijah prayed and fire from heaven came down and consumed the offering. Amen. Now, these are scenarios of, of, of people that have prayed in certain, in certain places. Amen. In the book of Psalms, chapter 142, verse 1 through 7, David prayed in a cave. Amen. In the book of Daniel, chapter 6, verse 16 through 22, Daniel pray, David prayed in the cave. Let me take that back. I'm sorry. Daniel, chapter 6, verse 16 through 20, Daniel prayed inside a lion's den. Amen. In the book of Jonah, chapter 2, verse 1 through 10, Jonah prayed inside the stomach of a fish. Amen. So we can see here that certain people in the Bible prayed in certain places. Amen. Now, let me, let me tell you something this evening. If, the, if these that I, that I just spoke about can pray in different places, why can't we open up wherever we're at and start praying? Amen. See, God has given us 
the ability to make an altar wherever you go. Amen? I know that some of you do that wherever you go. Amen? That you're not ashamed to, to pray in public. You're not ashamed to lift up the name of Jesus in public. Amen? I mean, there's been many times that when somebody has come up to me and asked me, hey, can you pray for me? I'm like, yes, let's pray now. Right here? Yes, right here. Amen? Because I'm not going to wait for the enemy to have an opportunity to come in and discourage you. Amen? I'm going to pray for you right there and then. So if I see you at the store, you see me wherever I'm at, and you ask me for, for some prayer, I'm going to be right there to pray with you. Amen? Because I'm, I'm going to somehow give God the glory through everything that you might be going through. Amen? See, I, I'm a strong believer in prayer. I know what, what prayer can do. Amen? Prayer has changed my life. You know, I, I, I don't know everything that you might be going through this evening, but one thing that I do and I understand and I know is that there is power in prayer. Amen? Prayer does do things. Prayer changes the life of a person. Amen? When you speak life into somebody, you're praying for them. Amen? Because every morning that I wake up, the first thing I say to the Lord, Lord, I thank you for giving me the life. Put somebody in my path that needs to know about you. Amen. Amen? And I thank the Lord for that because many times that I'm going throughout my daily duties and I'm out there and people are knowing, getting to know who Jesus is. Amen? Because I devoted myself to that. I devoted myself to be a person of prayer. Amen? Now this evening, I have given you five different types of scenarios of prayer. But this evening, I want to focus on Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. It talks about two things. Amen? There's, there, there's two things that I want to speak about this evening. And I, and I believe that this is very important because if we don't pray, the enemy is going to come in. Amen? If we don't pray, the enemy is going to come in. If you're taking notes this evening, the point number one I got is pray at all times in the spirit. Amen? How many know it's important that you pray in the spirit at all times? How many know that throughout your daily walk, every day, that you got to be in prayer? Amen? Because let me tell you one thing. The enemy does not take a vacation. The enemy does not take time off. It says, you know what, I'm not going to mess with them today, you know. The Bible says that we got to constantly be in prayer. Amen. Now, the moment that I wake up in the morning all day until the moment I fall asleep, I'm in prayer. Amen. It's because I need God in my life every single day. Amen. Because I know what confrontations come to my life. I know what I face every day. You know, and it's, it's easy for us to get up in the morning and start our daily routines and do what we always do, okay? But you know what? It's important, church, that you get up in the morning and you make time for God and you start praying and you put on your, 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 your spiritual uh, uh, stuff that you need to, for, for you to continue your walk throughout the day, amen? amen. You know, I, I love it every morning because I get up, I pray, and I read my word. In other words, I'm, I'm, like, like, like every morning, how we get up every morning, and we, we, you know, we get up, wash your teeth, whatever you do, take a shower, get ready to, for, for your, for, you know, for go to work, or whatever you do. That's the same thing that we need to do spiritually, amen? We need to put on our spiritual clothing, amen? And pray and seek God 
Amen? See, only you know what you deal with on a daily basis. Only you know what comes to your life on a daily basis. Now I'm talking about thoughts that may, may, may come to your mind. Amen? How many know that the enemy likes to, likes to attack your thoughts sometimes? Amen. He, li he, likes to, he likes to work in that area. He likes to bring doubt to your life. He likes to bring fear to your life. He likes to bring, uh, you know, shame to your life. He likes to bring up your past about how you used to be. Amen. But you know, let me tell you one thing. If Jesus is already forgiven you, he can't bring it up against you anymore. He has nothing else against you anymore because God has already forgiven you for what, what you have done. Amen. That's why I'm saying it's, it's so important that for, for us as Christians that, that we pray every single day. You know, a lot of people that I talk to on the phones, on the phone every day, you know, one of the main things I say is that, you know what, we need to continue to pray. We need to continue to pray for this situation, you know. And, 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 and I, 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 I feel sometimes that I'm telling them the same thing, but reality, I'm giving them a hope that prayer does change things. Prayer does change situations. Amen. Because there's been many times that I've been in certain situations and the only thing that I know how to do is pray. And I start quoting scriptures over myself. When discouragement tries to come to my life, when the enemy tries to bring things to my life, I start seeking God. I start praying. And by the time I know it, I feel that joy back in my heart and I feel, you know, his, his joy and just, you know, I go out throughout my day. Amen. But point number one is that we need to pray all times in the spirit. Amen. We must be in prayer. The enemy looking for somebody to devour. Amen. The enemy likes to come in and attack certain situations in your life. Amen. We must be thinking about God day and night. We must be thinking about his word day and night. We must be in prayer day and night. Sometimes it seems that the enemy knows when to attack. Doesn't he? Does the enemy not know when to attack? You know, he knows when to come in. He knows when you're at your lowest sometimes. You know, he knows that you're, that, 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 that what you struggle with. Amen. And sometimes it seems that he's always right there to bring up, to bring it up, to bring it up, to bring up your past, to bring up how you used to be. You know. But when you, the Bible says that we got to pray constantly. We got to be in prayer. Amen. The Bible says in the book of James, chapter 4, verse 7, it says, Submit yourself then to God, resist the devil, and he shall flee from you. Amen. I, I, I believe in that scripture with all my heart. Amen. You submit yourself unto God, resist the devil, and he shall flee from you. Amen. See, when you mention the name of Jesus, he has no choice but to leave. Amen. Because he can't be around where the things of God are at. He can't be around where the light's at. He can't be around where, where brothers are together or sisters are together, you know, fellowshipping, worshiping together. Amen. He can't be around that, you know. Maybe he'll try to come and attack, try to bring some thoughts and everything like that. But if you stay in prayer, if you stay constantly in the things of God, you won't be shaken. You won't be moved. Amen. That's why I strongly believe that we submit ourselves unto God. That is why we must pray and be prayed up. And when you pray, continue to pray with the authority that God has given you. Amen? See, God has given you authority over the demons, over problems. Amen? Luke chapter 10, verse 19 says, Behold, I have given you authority to tread over serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy, and nothing will injure you. Amen? That's the word of God. 
God has given us the authority over the world. God has given us authority over the things of the world, over certain problems that come to our lives. Amen? See, that's why it's very important for us, like I said, I keep on saying, to be in prayer. Amen? How many of you this evening have the authority that God has given you? How many of you believe that you got that authority inside of you? That you can overcome things, problems in your life? Amen? And when you pray, I'm not talking about a five-minute prayer. That's not what I'm talking about. Praise God. There's sometimes that we might only have that much time to pray. But I'm talking about a prayer that reaches heaven that God can hear. Amen? See, I know a lot of times we have that spare time in our hands sometimes. You know, who has that spare time? You know, after a long day of work or whatever you're doing throughout your daily walk, you get home. You know, and the first thing you want to do is, is sit on that recliner. You know, maybe you shower first, sit on that recliner, turn on the TV. You know, the wife is making something to eat. You eat or vice versa, however it goes in your household. And, and, and there are times that, you know, if, if we're not careful, we can watch too much of TV and we're not feeding ourselves spiritually. Amen? Because I have caught myself several times like that, you know? And by the time you know it, you go to bed, but you forgot to eat spiritually. You forgot to feed yourself spiritually. You know, of course, we feel you, 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 you fed the physical. But what's also important too, church, is the spiritual. That's very important. It's very important that we feed ourselves. Amen? Make time for God, church. Make time to be in his presence. Make time to seek him. Make that time. Amen? The devil trembles when someone is on their knees before God. Understand that, church. The enemy trembles when somebody's on their knees before God. You know? I'm not saying that I'm always on my knees sometimes. But when I'm on my knees before God, I'm declaring war. Because I'm not going to let the enemy have his way in my family's life. I'm not going to let the enemy have his way. There's many times that sometimes you just got to step back and you got to let the Lord do his work. Amen. But that doesn't give you an opportunity for you to stop praying and seeking God. Amen. I know the Lord's going to fight some of the battle for you, but there's some times that you got to be on your knees before God, asking him, seeking him. And say, Lord, crying out for your family. Say, God, restore my family. Restore what the devil has tried to take from me. Amen. See, I'm tired of seeing the enemy take families. I don't know about you, but as for me, I'm tired of that. But I love the most when I see the Lord come and restore families. Restore lives. Restore marriages. Restore relationships. And sometimes it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you those times where you got to be in prayer before God. 
That's what I'm saying, church. I'm not talking about a five-minute prayer, but a prayer that would you are before God and you, and you're just there on that chair or on the side of your bed or where nobody can see you in the middle of the night when the Lord wakes you up. That's what I'm talking about, church, when you're constantly in that prayer, in that prayer room where you're seeking God, asking the Lord for your family, asking the Lord for, for to, to do a mighty thing in your life, to move in a special way. Amen. The enemy trembles when somebody at their knees before God. I want you to take that this evening. Take that tonight and remember that. That when you're on your knees before God, the Lord has your back. He's watching you. He's camped his angels around you. That's what he does. Amen. The Bible says that he who watches over Israel sleeps nor slumbers. So he's watching you. Amen. It's time, church, that we get into prayer. It's time that we continue to pray. And, I, and if you're not praying, I'm here to tell you this evening that you need to start praying. Because I've seen the Lord do some great and mighty things through prayer. I don't know about you, but I can testify to that this evening. I can see that I've seen the Lord do some great things. And I'm going to continue to see the Lord do great things. Amen. Because I believe that. I stand upon his promises. I stand upon what he has promised me. Amen. You know, I, I, I just, I want to share a little bit about what I do on, on throughout my week. Okay. You know, one of the things that I do, I go visit the hospitals here in Beville and also out of town in Corpus. You know, and it's awesome to where. You don't know who these families are. But when the Lord allows you to pray with them, he allows you to give them hope when there seems to be no hope sometimes. When these families have someone in the hospital that's maybe be dying of cancer or, or, or something going around with them. And you go and you start praying, believing with them. And when you go back the following week, you see what prayer can do because things start changing. Situations start changing. You start giving these families hope when there was no hope at first. When the doctors told them, you know what, I don't think they're going to pull through this. The thing I always tell those families, the Lord always has the last say so in whatever that he does. Because he is the gift of life. He is the bread of life and there's life in him. And when you meet these families, when you talk to these families, you see such a gratitude in their heart of what God can do. Amen? I'll say this one more time. The enemy trembles when someone is on their knees before God. Isaiah chapter 59 verse 19 says, So shall they fear the name of the Lord of the West, and he has and his glory from the rising of the sun, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Amen. The Lord is gonna lift up a standard against him. Amen. I don't understand how some people can go without prayer. <laughs> 
you know, some of my, 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 my closest friends that they serve the Lord and I, you know, we, we, we talk on the phone one another. And I, one thing, one of the questions I ask, how is your prayer life? I'm struggling in this. I'm struggling in that. Why did you stop praying? What has kept you from praying? What has kept you from seeking God? Amen. When you stop praying, we stop praying when things are going good. Amen. In our lives. But when things start falling apart, we're praying and looking for God for a solution, for an answer. And the only reason I can write that and say this is because it has happened in my life before. When everything's going good, sometimes you don't look for God. But when things start falling apart, when you know you can't hold things in your hand anymore, I look to him for answers. I look to him because he is a source of life. And he is the answer for every problem. Amen? Amen. Question, why do we stop praying? What else church can prayer do? Amen? What else can prayer do? What can prayer do for you? Prayer also moves mountains that are in front of you. Amen? Now, I'm talking about a big mountain that's right in front of you. I'm talking about a, a spiritual mountain that's in front of you. Because a lot of times, sometimes these, these mountains that come in front of you, and you look at them, and you say, oh, these mountains are too big. I'm about to just, just turn back. The Bible says that God has not given you a spirit of fear. But he's given you a spirit of sound mind. So you can look at that mountain and come against that what's in your life. Amen? Now, I don't know this evening that some of you might be up. A mountain might be in front of you this evening. Maybe a mountain of unbelief. Maybe a mountain of, of fear. But that comes down in the name of Jesus. When you start praying, that has no choice but to come down. Amen? It has to come down in Jesus' name. Because when you mention the name of Jesus. Amen? Matthew chapter 7 verse 20 he replied, because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith small as a mustard seed, you can say to them out and move from here to there and it shall move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Now this is the word of God, church. This is the word of God. Nothing will be impossible for you. Amen. So you can look at that mountain and say, the mountain, you're coming down. Problem, you're coming down in the name of Jesus. That's the authority that God has given us. See, when you mention the name of Jesus, I, every time I pray for somebody, I mention the name of Jesus. I mention the blood because I know what the blood can do. Amen? Nothing will be impossible for you. Are you with me tonight, church? Point number two this evening. Be on the alert. Be on the alert. Amen? Definition of alert. Quick to notice an unusual danger or different circumstance. Let me repeat that one more time. Definition of alert. Quick to notice an unusual 
danger or a different circumstance. That's what danger, that's the definition of danger. Amen? Stand firm, therefore. A firm prayer. Amen? A, a, a firm prayer, a prayer that, that you get a hold of. Amen? Whatever the situation may look like, it has to change in Jesus' name. Whatever is around you must change. It has to change in Jesus' name. Amen? I'm talking about them prayers that you need the Lord to come through. There's no buts about it. There's going to be some times and some circumstances are going to come to your life sometimes. And you say, Lord, I need you to come through. In other words, you're speaking with the authority that God has given you. Amen? And when you're praying and asking him, you have no choice but to listen. Because there have been many times that I've been in certain situations. And if I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, I need you to come through. I'm firm in my prayers. I'm firm when it comes to the things of God. Amen? We must be firm in our prayers and always be on the alert. How many of you are on the alert this morning, this evening? Amen? The enemy is real quick to come in. Somebody might say something wrong to you. The enemy starts working. Well, who are they to tell me that? Come on now. It all starts with, it all starts with, with you start thinking of something. And by the time you know it, you got the whole world talking about you. That's how the enemy works. Would you submit those thoughts unto God? Amen? We must be firm in our prayers and always be on the alert. I'm talking about a, a, a stern firm, being in prayer, being in the word of God. Luke chapter 21, verse 36 is, but keep on the alert at all times, praying that you may, that you may have strength to escape all these things that are about to take place. And to stand firm before the Son of God. Amen. Colossians chapter 4 verse, verse 2 says, Devote yourself to prayer, keeping alert, and with all attitude of thanksgiving. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 13 says, Be on the alert, stand firm in faith, act like a man, and be strong. That's what the word of God says. That we have to be firm. We have to stand strong. There's nothing wrong with you going to another brother for prayer or sister for prayer. But there's going to be some times though when your brother and sister are not going to be around for you to pray, for them to pray for you. And that's the time that you need to get locked in with God. And I'm talking about a lock, a lock in with God. Come on, church, I'm talking about a lock in with God. When you're, when you're before him, when you're before his throne of grace, and he, and he just starts pouring out, he's listening to what you're saying. But a lot of times, some of these storms that we go through, sometimes some of these things that we go through is building something inside of us. Amen? Many times that I don't want to be going through certain things, but when I go through these things, it's building something inside of me. The Lord's bringing character, he's bringing correction to my life. Amen? I mean, that's why I have to be in prayer at all times. 
Because the enemy knows when to attack. He knows when to come in. He knows what you like, and he knows what you dislike. Amen? Hallelujah. 